What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Off The Record. I'm your host Imogen Marshall and as always please remember to rate if you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com. Now before we welcome this week's guest we have the news. So this week's been one hell of a week of huge new releases, but also we've had some really exciting new tour announcements. So Keith Urban will be performing at two dates at the Hammersmith Apollo, one on Tuesday the 5th and at the Apollo in Manchester and in Glasgow and in Birmingham. So make sure to go and get your tickets if you haven't already. Also, we've had the announcement that Lauren Jenkins will be supporting Brett Eldridge on his tour of the UK in January. So that's really exciting news. Now, um, we've also had um, the announcement that Midlands Mark Weistrach has got married so congratulations to him and his new wife and Thomas Rat and his wife celebrated their anniversary of seven years of marriage so congratulations to them as well um, we also had the pleasure this week of seeing both um, Brad Paisley um, in London on Saturday he was absolutely incredible um, he did a performance that I not always been the biggest fan of Brad Paisley's, but he really did bring it. And obviously, he also brought out both Keith Urban on stage for his encore, which was absolutely insane, and War Thomas to perform Whiskey Lullaby, which is a really, really just special moment. Um, it was absolutely lovely to see. Um, my highlight actually, though, was um, uh, his support slot, which was Chris Lane. Um, Chris Lane, really, I think he'll be one that is should return to the UK he's got really um he really appeal that has that thing I don't know that thing I don't know what it is that appeals to a UK audience um he just is got an effortless charisma on stage my personal highlight this week though is the insuperable performance by Old Dominion at the Hammersmith Apollo supported by Jordan Davis now we're gonna have Old Dominion on the podcast next week but this week we've got the lovely Jordan Davis to talk all about his album home states that'll be coming up in a sec Regardless, um, Old Dominion just absolutely brought it. It was two-hour performance, and the energy levels they managed to maintain were just insane. Um, you forget how many major, major hits they've had. Um, and they're one of those bands that you can pretty much sing through the entire concert because everyone knows all the words. Um, but one of my favourite moments was when they really stripped it back and kind of told the story um, behind how the band's got to where they are now, including like all the tracks that they've um, written, um, which was really, really, really special. Um, you forget, again, how many tracks they've written for other people, like Sangria by Blake Shelton. Um, and it just was a very special, more intimate moment and was quieter and it really just... the they managed to do this th- thing which a lot of artists it's difficult to do of bringing just levels to perform a performance of high energy keeping the same energy though and keeping it stripped back and lower and it was just it was just amazing it was really special performance now in terms of releases this week it's been a huge week of releases so we had the new track by lady antebellum called boots um if this is what the new album's gonna be like i am so excited to hear the rest of lady antebellum's new album obviously we've had ocean pictures what if i never get over you and now this one and i think it's just gonna be a really special album um that really reminds me of their first album so it's kind of coming about full circle and a very different departure from the last one now, one of my favourite new artists is Abby Anderson, and she also released a new track called Flowers the other day, and it's, again, just a really fun, upbeat song. Abby is one of those ones who 
you can't help but listen to her and smile. Um, she's just got this really natural, um, kind of just easy breezy way of performing, and I absolutely love this track. Um, bigger news: Sam Hunt is back with his new track, Kinfolk. Um, I can't wait to see what the rest of what Sam Hunt releases. This is a really, really beautiful track. Um, just really poignant, and I absolutely loved it. Um, Miranda Lambert kind of brought back the really um, her country roots with her new track Tequila Does. This is actually probably my favourite of the new releases from her Wildcard album that's out soon. Um, make sure to give it a stream. It's it's really something, and I definitely think it's going to be one that actually does way better than some of the other releases she's done recently. Another person who I think can do no wrong is Luke Combs's Luke Combs, um, and his new track What You See Is What You Get is another just powerhouse um in country just it's just he just has this effortless way of performing and releasing music and I absolutely love this one and Devin Dawson also released another track which is his um more stripped back acoustic version of a song that he had written but which was recorded by another artist this one was Tyler Rich's The Difference and it was just really interesting seeing the way kind of that it would have been performed when it was originally written um and this is really special, so definitely go and check that out along with the rest of that project. So that's been your news for this week. Now, we've just got a small interview for you this week, which is Jordan Davis. And we spoke to him at the Hammersmith Apollo ahead of his performance supporting Old Dominion and his UK debut. Hope you enjoy this chat with Jordan and please welcome him to the podcast. About a week now. So, like, we're used to it. Jet lag complaints can carry on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the UK debut, do you know what to expect from it? And, like, how do you feel about it? No, I'm excited. I mean, you know, you, a ton of my buddies have been over here and played, and, you know, kind of say how awesome it is. So, I mean, just excited, really. Yeah, just ready to. And it's been 18 months since home state. Can you believe? First of all, that it's been that long, and second of all, like the success that's come out of that record. I can definitely believe it's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like so much has come, yeah. so much has happened since uh, it. Yeah, but no, it's the the success definitely shot me of it. You know, I'm really yeah. really happy with how how people gravitated to it. And, yeah. Um, and you know, it's been it has it's been an amazing record. I couldn't, I definitely didn't think that that it was going to get the love that it got. But yeah. uh, but happy that it. Happy that, that it resonated. did, but you can always have yeah, success. And what what do you kind of want people to take away from the record and as the debut, um, in terms of like introducing yourself to the world? Oh, I mean that's just I mean exactly what it did. Yeah, and, you know it's the way I write songs, it's the way I sing songs, and it's the the, the topics that I cover. Yeah. and uh, you know it's just who you are as an artist. You know yeah. that first the first debut the, the debut album is. It could be your last one, so it, it really <laughs> needs to be. That's a scary well, thought, isn't I mean, it? I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you know, you never yeah. know. Uh, so, I mean, you, you never know how. No, you can never know with anything in life, out. can you? So, um, so yeah, it, was, it better be, you know, 12 songs that you love yeah. and you want the world to hear. So, that's exactly what Homestead was for me. So. Yeah. And growing, going back, growing up, you grew up in a very, very musical family. Yeah. Um, there's so many different influences in your music. There's a bit of R&B, a bit of hip hop, a bit of this and that. So, what kind of music, I guess, did you grow up? listening to it's in a hodgepodge of everything yeah i mean well early on you know it was my dad was a big fan of songwriters yeah uh, kind of folk singers so you know it was the first couple of years of just yeah. just riding with him like you had to listen to what dad listened to so well, he's got the monopoly of the car radio and all yeah yeah and then you know being you know growing up 
in the the downloading era you know yeah. we, that was the it's different times it was though. just a time where you could pop in a cd that had everybody under the sun yeah. and, and um and i think that's i think you're kind of seeing that now in today's music in the kind of genre blurring uh in that you're seeing a bunch of kids that grew up listening to a ton of different stuff yeah it's funny how i mean we still go through these genre boundaries and everyone sort of says this is country this is that yeah. but it's so like amalgamated these days and yeah. it's hard to put any definition on anything so i guess i know why did you was it very natural for you to go down this sort of more songwriting country sort of element yeah. so was that just a natu natural thing that happened i think so i think it's just uh you know i I always try to kind of say, you know, I, I fell in love with songwriting first. Yeah. So. But you moved to Nashville initially as a song songwriter. Yeah. I mean, I moved to, moved to town just to write songs. Yeah. So, um, you know, this was something that kind of came along three, four years into town. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, and, it, and really all it was was somebody being like, hey, man, have you ever thought about being an artist? And it just never crossed my mind. Cause it's not really, funny because now it's like, well, duh. Well, yeah, now but, I can't imagine not doing it. Yeah. But, uh, was it a weird transition? Because obviously songwriting, when you're doing it for other people, it's very must be a very different feeling than suddenly being like, right, these are my songs and this is what I'm going to be sort of playing and singing to the world. Well, I think that's kind of how it, it made it easier because, yeah. you know, I kind of, whenever I was just trying to write songs, I was trying to write songs for either what some artist was looking for or I was writing songs what I think some artists would want to yeah. sing about and um and it was terrible I hated it like it wasn't stuff I wanted to write yeah. about like and every day walking in I was kind of like man I guess I gotta do this again because anytime it kind of I gets the point to, where you feel like less inspired and almost less yeah like, it's, it's, it, it becomes more really a job, like a job. Thing, yeah and um and so, any, but any time I would try to kind of be like, well, man, why don't we do it this way and kind yeah. of do and, and write it the way that I would run, want to write a song, uh, everybody was kind of like, oh, man, that's not very commercial. Yeah. So how did then you come to go from then songwriting? I mean, someone said to you, think about being an artist, but how quickly did you then come to the record and come to releasing things you up? And well, a lot of those were, uh, were, were starting to be I was starting to write those songs right at the time where I was like you know what I'm gonna wake up every day mm -hmm. and I don't care if I get a cut or I don't get a cut yeah I'll move back to that uh, you know I'll I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least go out writing the songs that I yeah. want to write and uh well I guess the point totally you have to make that it. risk and yeah. just be like you know what this is what I want to do and yeah. actually and to be yeah. honest with you once I started doing that uh it was pretty quick yeah of people being like hey man this is different like this is cool uh you know, you're looking for a record deal, and, and I'll be like, man, I you're didn't like, know that was possible. I, that, that would be okay. Well, yeah. That, that's fine. <laughs> well, I hadn't even played a show. So, like, I'd never played a played a live show with a full band. Oh so, uh, I kind of just jump-started into, like, finding a band, booking a no-name venue in and Alabama. Suddenly it all spirals, and then you're, yeah. you're here at the Apollo, no, like, the old million, so. Yeah. And leaving New Orleans, I think, is probably my favorite track on the album. Oh, thank the you. last track. Um, yeah. Kind of what was the inspiration behind that song, and can you... Yeah, the story behind it. Yeah, I had that. I had that idea. I, I met my wife in New Orleans, um, yeah. and I remember leaving. You know, obviously there was a connection there, uh, and so whenever we were leaving, I just thought that was it. Like yeah. I thought I was never going to see that girl again. I thought there was something special, and better that it does. So I'm yeah. sitting on the plane, uh, and that idea kind of popped into my head. Um, you know, about you know having somebody in a town yeah. that. You kind of have to leave. You don't want to, but you have to leave because there's too much of her memory kind of 
everywhere and uh, so that's what sparked yeah. that and uh, I flew back on a Sunday and I wrote that the Monday morning the next Monday after that I was writing with two buddies of mine one of the yeah. guys I wrote so in a parking with par parking lot with and uh, and the other one is is a Louisiana guy too yeah. he's from Louisiana so uh, I threw that idea out and uh, I think the initial idea was called give me back New Orleans yeah and uh, we ended up switching to leaving New Orleans. But yeah. And I was kind of interested because reading about the Sings You Up story behind that track, mm -hmm. it was kind of like a, the, I, this sort of abstract idea of um, some your friend's wife and... Yeah, his fiance at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you find you more, get more, more inspired by like, ideas or more by stories and kind of going through things, if that makes sense? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I can get it from anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm a great storyteller. Like, as far as, like, you can ask any of my friends, like, I just tell stories better than they do. Well, I like the um, home state videos that you've been putting yeah, out there. Yeah, those Hilarious. That yeah. Taco Bell story, That's, I was yeah. just... And it's true, like, you know, yeah. but, like, um, I, I would, I'll see somebody, like, I'm terrible about, like, seeing somebody on an airplane and, like, totally, Just like, making up a whole story about their lives and what, what they're doing. what that person's doing, why he's going, wherever he's going. So, I mean, it could be anything. It could yeah. be anybody walking in saying, like, hey, man, I got this idea, and that's all I have. Like, the title of the yeah. song, that's it. Those are fun because, like, then you just have to you come have up with something out of nowhere, yeah. Uh, but there are some where I, I, I love, like, to kind of actually think it out and be like, all right, those are a little more special. Yeah. I like to write those, like, the people that I like to write those songs with. Do you have a set of people that, particular people that yeah, gravitate yeah. towards? I have a few that, that I know could do really well with a few titles yeah. and uh, and so some of those get the don't record this from somewhere you're gonna think I'm no I'm like, we all do it we, we all know it. we yeah. have our yeah. we all have our favorite writers that we know uh, get what you we do you know who you are, are you know who you're not yeah. and so uh, yeah those guys get the uh, get the the iPhone ideas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Slow Dance in the Parking Lot is obviously the latest single was that an obvious choice to go with that one having done the, the other singles was Oh man, I would have. I think we we knew that from day one yeah. that this was going to be a special, a special song. one. Yeah. Um, I mean, even looking at numbers leading up to picking the first two yeah. songs, "Slowness in the Parking Lot" was, was always the one that kind of raised its hand. Um, you know, I'm glad that we did it third. Now yeah. there's a lot more people with some ears on it, and uh, and it's starting. That's kind of nice, isn't it? When you've had the bit more momentum, you're like so more more focus yeah. and more listeners will come to the songs that mean yeah. a lot to you almost. No, absolutely. So yeah, it ended up being, it working out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. So it's great. And then I guess thoughts for the second album and the next project. Yeah. So a lot's happened in your life personally since yeah. Home State. Um, yeah. Do you think that will be reflected in the next album? Oh yeah, for sure. There's yeah. a lot of songs about my wife in there. Um, Few songs about the kiddo. Yeah, you're gonna have to uh, get get some dad jokes going for the. Interviews. Yeah, I know. Well, I like, and the thing too is like, I don't have the kid yet, which is gonna be kind of weird, obviously. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, It'll be interesting almost beforehand. Before and like, after. Like the kind of concept of the idea of what it will be like, yeah. and then afterwards writing songs kind of with the that. Reality. I kind of have a few songs about how it's just kind of changed me and my wife's relationship. Yeah. You know, and how how I view her is just. Uh, you know, just, I have stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was kind of waiting to kind of get some hands on the... Almost with songwriting, it's kind of a way you can look back and be like, this is how I've changed and my perspective. Yeah. It's kind of like a diary out to the world. No, absolutely. I mean, I think song. my favorite artists are like that. My favorite artists, yeah. you can kind of see them grow up, do the records. and uh, Yeah, I'm trying to follow that same path. 
Uh, I'm just going to do my final questions to end. So, wine or whiskey? Oh, whiskey. Record you couldn't live without if you're stuck on a desert island. Oh, man. I'll say Southeastern from Jason Isbell, right? Just because that's what yeah. I listen to right now. Give, would you rather give up songwriting or performing? Oh, that's tough now. You're like, no, don't do it. That's hard. I don't know. I got two albums worth of music. I'll just perform those. Perform yeah. is pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually, that's, that's the lovely yeah, part. Yeah, it's yeah. not you've written them, you're like, well, I'm technically I'm not. So this is kind of like a... Yeah. Yeah. I've written a lot. I'll just go back and pull up some old ones. Um, and complete the sentence. So music is. Oh god, music is my life. Country Love music it. is. Country music is. Uh, man, it's powerful. And Jordan Davis is. Jordan Davis is. Jordan Davis. That's weird, huh? <laughs> Is that cheesy? <laughs> so thank you so much to Jordan Davis for that. And that will do for episode 89 of Off the Record. Make sure to tune in next week where we've got the amazing Old Dominion on the podcast to talk all about their UK tour and what to expect from their new album. Have a great week. Bye y'all. Mm-hmm.